Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with the three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes. To voices that glow, thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. From the Berkshires to the Sound, from wherever you live in MLB America, this is Inside the Parker. You give us 22 minutes and we'll give you the scoop on Major League Baseball. Now here's Baseball Hall of Fame voter number 86, Rob Parker. All right, welcome into the podcast. We have a great show for you today. First up will be Hall of Famer Barry Larkin from the Cincinnati Reds. We'll talk to him about the playoffs and the great shortstops in Major League Baseball. Also, Dodger reporter David Vasse from AM570 in Los Angeles. He'll talk about the Padres and the Dodgers series. Plus, Phil Sanchez's Diamond Dust, that and much more. Let's go. To lead off, it's getting robbed. And keep him up. Rob's hot take on the three biggest stories in Major League Baseball. Number one. Tuesday night was another reminder why the Yankees went out and got Giancarlo Stanton from the Marlins. Yes, the dude is a stud, a slugger. Tuesday night, he followed up Monday night where he hit a grand slam with two more home runs. In the series against Tampa Bay, he knocked in four runs for the Yankees. The three-run bomb that he hit 
uh, that pulled the Yankees to within one run of that game was an absolute bomb. They called it 458 feet. It was more like 500 feet. It was so amazing. So that makes it five home runs, and he's homered in four consecutive postseason games, which is uh, tied for the third longest season single postseason streak with uh, Dale Murphy in 2015. He hit in six straight. Carlos Beltran in 2004 hit in five straight, which is incredible. And Stanton now also becomes the third Yankee to homer in uh, four straight postseason games. Joining, you ready for this? Lou Gehrig, 1928 through 1932. And Reggie Jackson, 1977-1978. He's also the third player to homer in each of his team's first four games of a single postseason. He joins Juan Gonzalez from 1996 and Jeffrey Leonard from 1987. And on Wednesday night in game three with the series tied 1-1, Stanton had a chance to be the first to ever homer in the club's first five games of a postseason. And uh, he is red hot, swinging a hot bat for the Yankees. And um, Yankee fans who, you know, kept scratching their heads, not really happy because he kept being hurt, are now rejoicing because Stanton has proven to be the stud that he was in Miami. Number two. Say it isn't so. Going into the American League Division Series on Wednesday, the Houston Astros had a chance to move on to the uh, ALCS for a fourth straight year. I mean, Baseball America cannot be happy. This was supposed to be the year that they were supposed to be ostracized and beat up and, and, and told how no good they were considering their cheating scandal. But instead, they just needed to win one of the next three games against the Oakland A's to punch their ticket and have another shot at the World Series. And you know what? If they were able to do it and get back to the World Series or even win a World Series, people would have to look at them a little bit different because most people believe they were had a huge advantage by stealing signs and knowing what pitch was coming. But without that stuff in place this year, and if they somehow, some way, were able to make it, and when you think this team doesn't have Garrett Cole or Justin Verlander, and if they were able to make it to the World Series or even win a World Series, it would take some of the stink off the Houston Astros. It would be hard to deny that. Number three. There is a cry out in Major League Baseball that Kurt Flood, the St. Louis Cardinals outfielder who changed sports, not just in baseball, but in all sports, who gave up his career so that he could be a free agent and forever change sports, belongs in the Hall of Fame. Yes, Kurt Flood, who took a stance and said that he decided that he should have his opportunity to be free, to go to another team, and went to the Supreme Court and eventually won. He won, but he also lost. Everybody else won with free agency, but... Kurt Flood never really played again in Major League Baseball. 
playing only 13 games after the uh, decision in his favor. So now there's a committee, the Golden Days Committee, that's talking about whether or not they should vote for Kurt Flood in December, December to be uh, in the Baseball Hall of Fame. And I say yes. Kurt Flood changed the game, changed sports in this country. He deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. He was a great player before this happened, uh, a three-time All-Star, a seven-time Gold Glove Award winner. Yes, Kurt Flood belongs in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Here comes the big interview. Listen and learn. Oh, it's so good. All right, now let's welcome to the podcast the Hall of Famer, Mr. Barry Larkin from the Cincinnati Reds, of course. 12-time All-Star, the shortstop, and uh, went into the Hall of Fame back in 2012. Barry, thanks for joining me, buddy. Rob, it's good to be with you, my man. Always. A couple things we want to jump on and talk about as the playoffs continue. Uh, But first, there was a monumental moment with the BBWAA, the Baseball Writers Association of America, which I'm a member of and have been for 30 years and very proud this week, Barry, because it's removing uh, the name of the ex-commissioner, Kenneth Shore Mountain Landis, from the MVP awards. And, you know, in, in the times that we live in, we've seen a lot of statues come down, things that were not cool but uh, have people have gone along with. But this is coming down, and you had a hand in this, you were involved, Mike Schmidt, Terry Pendleton. Tell me about this. Well, when I won the MVP award in 1995, uh, Joe Morgan, uh, who has always been a mentor of mine, a great man, um, told me about, well, congratulated me on the award. But he also told me about the name on the award. He told me when he won his two awards, uh, he had the same kind of question, like, you know, certainly there's part of the history of baseball and the first commissioner and the positive things that Kennesaw has done, had done for baseball. But in the climate of where we are right now, and even back in 2000 and, and or in 1995, uh, Joe was telling me, you know, we as black men have to be aware of what's going on and what's associated with this award. So he brought it to my attention. Um, you know, I won the award. I was very happy to win the award and proud of it. Uh, and I didn't at the time say anything about, uh, you know, the association, but, uh, when it did come up and whenever we talked about things as, as black people in this country, we talk about some of the, the things that need to be righted. And this was certainly one of them. So when it was brought up and it brought to my attention, I didn't go out and publicly say, Hey, this is something that we need to do. But when I was asked about it with all the statues coming down with the climate of what's going on out on the streets right now, um, I certainly said my piece. And so, yes, I had a hand in it, but you know, I think that there's a, you know, there's a delicate balance. Uh, certainly the positive things that he did, and I'm certain that his family, who uh, is proud of the things that he's did, so it's not about tarnishing uh, the name or anything like that. It's just about moving forward and being progressive. And you know, the MVP, the MVP award should stand on its own. And uh, if they decide to uh, put anyone's name associated with it, then it should be a name 
with uh, is a very positive associations, and that nece- that wasn't necessarily the case in the past. I, I would love maybe Frank Robinson, who won the MVP in both leagues. Uh, he might be somebody, but uh, you know what, Barry? It was great that uh, the writers that I, like I say, I'm a part of this group and very proud that they took this step and uh, change is good. Also, let's just talk about baseball and change in the playoffs. Uh, 16 teams started the playoffs. Where are you? Are, are you enjoying this baseball? Four games a day, playing every day. It's, it's, it's different from what we're used to with baseball playoffs. It is. It is different, but, you know, it's a sign of the times. It's, you know, it just is what it is. I, you know, I remember as a player uh, just feeding on the energy of the crowd. I remember when we had a chance to go to the World Series in Cincinnati, just the incredible energy that was generated from people and the, and the hum. You know, and I know a lot of that uh, sound is piped in now, but it's, it, you know, you it's tr- the fans are truly a part of the game. So I have all the respect in the world for these guys to be able to get motivated, uh, go out there and find the energy to compete at the highest level. And, uh, you know, the schedule is what it is. I mean, I, it's a different game now. Players are different now. Uh, they go about their business differently. Uh, they celebrate differently. They take selfies as they're hitting home runs and they're yes. home run trot now. You know, <laughs> there's the bat flip and all that kind of stuff. It just is a sign of the time. So, you know, it's just uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm enjoying watching the players enjoy themselves. I guess that's the, the thing for me. And, uh, you know, as long as the players are enjoying themselves and, and everyone's cool with expressing themselves and, you know, it, it just is what it is. I mean, we saw some hardball yesterday. I don't know if Acuna got hit. I don't know if they hit Acuna on purpose. But if they did, they hit him in the right spot. You know, so there's some positives to some of the stuff that's happening out there. And, you know, that's just part of the game. It just used to be part of the game. And if you try to get a guy out inside and you happen to miss, you happen to miss down, okay. If you happen to miss up around his head, that's a problem. So, you know, Rob, it's, it's funny because there's a there's a delicate balance and there's a mixture between the old and the new school. And, you know, the game is certainly going through some transition. But as long as the players are cool with it and, and they can self-police themselves, hey, have at it. Our guest is Hall of Famer Barry Larkin, of course, the uh, shortstop for the Cincinnati Reds. Speaking of a change, one of the brightest stars in baseball and fun to watch, and you should – at being a shortstop yourself, but to watch Fernando Tatis Jr., uh, Barry, he's got a everything. He's got the swag. He's a star. He's having fun out there. Do you enjoy watching him play? I love watching him play. He he, he is amazing. I'm going to tell you who else I love watching and loved watching him play was his father. Yes. You know, he doesn't get enough. He doesn't give enough, get enough credit. I think he was only one guy to hit two grand slams in one inning or something like some crazy yep. like no, that. No, he's the only you guy know, to so, do it. Yep. The only guy. Yeah. So he had a flair for the dramatics too, but he does have the swag. I mean, I met him in spring training and I saw him play and you know, he's a young guy. He's super, super talented, super, super aggressive. Uh, you know, both on the offensive and the defensive side. He's got Manny Machado as a mentor, and Manny kind of has that loose uh, cannon of an arm and, the, you know, his, his way about going about things, that Miami swag. So it's, uh, it's really fun to watch those guys. They got their hands full with the Dodgers, but, 
you know, it's fun to watch him play and, and certainly, but you know, there's, there's you know, Francisco Lindor is another shortstop that I love to watch. And I got a chance, I get a chance to work with him. Unfortunately, they got beat by the Yankees uh, and they're there in, in that series, in that wild card series. But, you know, certainly I love watching the shortstops and I love, love I love watching Fernando Tatis Jr. One last thing, speaking of shortstops, uh, Derek Jeter, you know, got to Miami, you know, got rid of a lot of stars. People ripped Derek, you know, about how they were going about their business. And if you remember, the Marlins had the outbreak of COVID-19. They had to wait, you know, and not play. But they made it to the playoffs. They've advanced. And, you know, now they're uh, in the second round against Atlanta. What about the Marlins? What do they have there, Barry, with these young players? Can they, can they get to the NLCS? Well, first of all, let's just say this, that winners breed winning. I'm going to say that again. Winners breed winning, and you know, DJ is certainly proud of of the situation. First of all, proud that he is going to, when COVID allows, he's going to be a a, a teammate of mine in the Hall of Fame. But you know, as an owner of the team and 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 kind of running the team, uh, just bringing a winning winning mentality. You know, on the on the outside looking in, you don't have access to to the plan to the master plan, but knowing Derek, you know, no one ever outworked Derek. And I'm assuming that's the case in the executive position as well. The question is, can they, can they advance? Well, you know, youth and, and athleticism takes you so far. You know, I look at, uh, I look at the Houston Astros and Dusty Baker, you know, they have that winning pedigree in the postseason. It's tough to win in the postseason. Can they continue to win in the postseason? I'm, I'm not sure if they will be able to, to advance simply because they have so many young players, but they have talent. And we've seen this in the past. The two times that they've had success in the past has been on teams that they put to, put together, and then they dismantled the team. Yep. My hope and my thought now is that with DJ there, that's not going to be the case. So I think there's a lot of franchises that are in, in, in good hands as far as the future is concerned. I think the Reds are one of those franchises, but I think the Marlins are too, simply because I think DJ has a plan and he'll see that plan out. All right. His name is Barry Larkin, the Hall of Famer. I got the privilege to cover him a couple of years of his career for the Cincinnati Enquirer. A buddy of mine, Barry, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Thanks for having me, Rob. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with the three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. It's time for the Pocket Protector Central. The analytic numbers you need to know. Well, maybe. Anthony Masterson is his name. BS Analytics is his game. What do you got for me, Anthony? It's October, and that means playoff baseball. Now, a lot of ink has been spilled about what it takes to win a World Series. In the day and age of slugging and strikeouts, is that really the way to win a title or a small ball to take over at some point with bunts and hit and runs? Now, the last team to win a World Series after leading all of baseball in home runs was the 2009 Yankees. And prior to that, you have to go all the way back to the 1984 Detroit Tigers to see a team who slugged their way to a championship. However, on the other side, you look for the last team to lead the league in sacrifice hits and win a World Series, that would be the 1965 Los Angeles Dodgers. But looking strictly at postseason performance, you see a difference in what it takes to win. Only two World Series champs in the wildcard era have posted 10 or more sacrifice hits from non-pitchers, 2011 Cardinals and the 2001 Diamondbacks. And on the other end, only one World Series champ in that time has hit fewer than 10 home runs on their way to the trophy. That would be the 2014 Giants, who hit only seven total round-trippers in 17 games. But just remember one last thing. Through Monday's games, teams that out-homer their opponents this postseason are a perfect 13-0. and Just some food for thought. When Rob was a newspaper columnist, he lived by this motto. If I'm writing, I'm ripping. Let's bring in a writer or broadcaster, old or new. All right, now let's welcome to the podcast David Vasse. He is the Dodger reporter for AM570 KLAC in Los Angeles. And David, thanks for joining the podcast. Man, I have really made it now if Rob Parker's calling me to come on this podcast. <laughs> you already a big-time reporter. love the work you do. You know that. He's down in Arlington, Texas, down at the uh, – Globe Life Field, which is where they're playing this series and the World Series will be played 
David, give us a peek behind the curtain for fans who didn't even get to christen their new ballpark this year. What is that place like? It's really beautiful, Rob. It is a mini Jerry's World because they do have so many over-the-top amenities. The video board, number one, stands out. It's one of the biggest ones in Major League Baseball. But the concourse is so beautiful. It's a palace. Uh, It feels like the baseball game will be secondary when these fans in Texas come here to enjoy it. And it might be as soon as the NLCS and World Series. But, yeah, they have those suites right behind home plate. Uh, Reminds me a little bit of Dodger Stadium when they used to have those seats behind home plate in that extended foul territory area behind home plate. But instead of just normal seats, they're actual suites dug into the ground. And that's where Padres families and Dodger families have been sitting during this series. The Dodger families are having a good time and down the right field line in the suite area. And the Padres families are having a great time down the left field line. So this really is a special ballpark. But if you want to talk about what's going on on the field about this ballpark, it's got to be the size of this ballpark and the way the ball does not travel. Uh, the Dodgers came here during the regular season. They hit at least three balls that would have been home runs at Dodger Stadium that fell short. Same thing that you saw in game one where at least four fly balls definitely would have traveled out of Dodger Stadium. Instead, they're just long out here at Globe Life Field. And only 66 home runs were hit in 30 games this season, which ranked 22nd in all of Major League Baseball. Just to compare that, Rob, and put it in perspective, mm-hmm. 99 home runs were hit at Dodger Stadium in 30 games. That was the fourth most in baseball. Yeah, says a lot to, about uh, how that ballpark will play. Speaking of the Padres and Dodgers series, which is one I think is the most uh, one of the most anticipated series uh, in this round because you have the upstart Padres who put together, uh, Dave, a, a fantastic season. I know it, 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 they didn't finish it. They stumbled in September, but still made the playoffs. And the one uh, bumming, a bad thing I should say for them, is that Mike Clevenger, you know, the pitcher they got from the Indians, they thought that, you know, if he was able to bounce back, that would give him a chance. How much of a blow is that for the Padres that he had to come out and he's hurt? That was a huge blow and a huge blow to their chances to win the series because they were hoping at least to get four innings from him. And it was a valiant effort by him to try to go out there and find a way to even go out there for a second inning. Unfortunately for the Padres, they just don't have enough pitching, Rob. They came into this series with a less than uh, 50% Mike Clevenger. And they're also missing a guy that really dominated the Dodgers this season and Nelson Lament. That was, for me, a bigger loss to their hopes to win this series than Mike Clevenger not pitching in this series because Lament really was starting to find himself and dominated the Dodgers all season in the two starts that they faced each other. So, for me, that was a big blow. And you look at it, they came into this series with only two healthy starting pitchers in Zach Davies and Chris Paddock. So, I'm not sure how A.J. Preller thought they were going to uh, piece this together, even if they win this series, Rob. How are they going to do it in a best-of-seven series? The series, is just get, the series just get longer. So I don't know how they do that. 
No doubt about it. It, it's, uh, it looks like it would be nearly impossible. Our guest is David Vasse, Dodger reporter for AM570 KLAC in Los Angeles. Uh, speaking of pitching, let's talk about, and we do it every postseason, Clayton Kershaw, he was scheduled to pitch game two in this series for the Dodgers. And just help us with, like, his mindset as he just kind of put aside what's happened and this is a wholly, totally different year. Where's his mindset just as, as far as pitching in the postseason? This is the most reassured Clayton Kershaw I've been around, Rob, in at least two years because his body's cooperating. And I asked him before the playoffs started, everybody's trying to dissect why he's had this renaissance. And he said he can't really put his finger on it, but it's a lot of work. And it is because his body is feeling like it, it can pitch the way that we saw him pitch even in 2017. So that's the biggest difference in Clayton Kershaw this year from any of the previous two seasons when his arm, his back just were not cooperating with him. And he's done a lot of drills with the heavy ball, something he uh, learned at driveline, the pitching guru spot in Seattle that you've heard about. And also, he's become less stubborn, not as stubborn. And he's admitted that openly, and I can't believe he ever would, but recently he has opened up that he has become less stubborn and become more open-minded in how to do things a different way. And for him pitch sequencing was a real sticking point where he would not budge. He always wanted to come inside on right-handed hitters. He always wanted to drop his slider on the back foot of right-handed hitters. But now, this season, we have seen him bend from that. And the Dodgers have been begging him to do this. Throw your fastball away from righties. Throw the fastball up in the upper quadrant of the strike zone. Throw your curveball in the upper part of the strike zone and he just was so steadfast in his beliefs and all of a sudden you get humbled in a game five of the NLDS last year and all of a sudden you're a little bit more open-minded to find a way to get back on top and I asked him earlier this year Rob whether or not the critics motivate him and he said that's really not what motivates him it's the burden he puts on himself to live up to the standard he has pitched his entire career. His name is David Vasse. If you want to know about the Dodgers, he's your man uh, from AM570 in Los Angeles. Mr. Vasse, thank you for your knowledge, my brother. Rob, you're so awesome. You do such a great job. You're a much-needed voice in sports and in life, so great to be with you. Now it's time for some Diamond Dust with Wish TV's Phil Sanchez. Out of here! He played baseball in college. Now hear his MLB knowledge. Move over, Babe Ruth and David Ortiz, and say hello to George Springer. Springer making history once again on Tuesday. This after hitting two more postseason home runs against the A's. Catapulting Springer ahead of Babe Ruth, Jason Wirth, and Carlos Beltran and into the top 10 on MLB's all-time postseason home run list. Springer now tied for 7th with Nelson Cruz, David Ortiz, and Jim Tomei at 17 home runs. And listen to this. Another home run would move Springer into the top 5 all-time, time, uh, tying him with Reggie Jackson and Mickey Mantle. Not bad for a guy who, when drafted out of UConn, scouts considered 
a fourth outfielder. And what the that ball is. It was a big week in the big leagues. Who's up? Who's up? I don't believe it. My, oh my. Is it foul or is it fair? And now, here's ShadowLeague.com MLB insider, J.R. Gamble. For the first time since the Yankees acquired Giancarlo Stanton, he and Aaron Judge are finally healthy and playing in the same lineup every day. JR, is it foul or fair to say that having these guys healthy and present makes the Yankees favorites to go to the World Series? Fair. It's a fair ball. These guys not being in the lineup, along with the Astros cheating, some would say, is why the Yankees have been unsuccessful at getting to a World Series under Aaron Boone, despite running off 100 win seasons like it's MLB the show. Stanton came here off a 50-homer season and an MVP. He hasn't been able to stay on the field. He teased us with 38 homers in 2018 and has played just 41 games since. But he's finally healthy. Same with Aaron Judge, who hit 52 bombs as a rookie in 2017 and hasn't played more than 112 games since. With 12 homers hit in the first two AL Division Series games on Monday, and more coming with the start of the NLCS, the Yankees have picked the perfect time to have their big boppers back. Two big-time difference makers who can rip victory from the jaws of defeat with the flick of their mighty muscle-bound wrist. Since Stanton arrived in 2018, he and Judge have been playing musical chairs with each other. When one is injured, the other's playing, or they're both just injured. New York has never gotten a true chance to find out how potent these guys could be in the lineup together. The 9-3 pounders they put on Tampa in game one of the ALDS, capped by a Stanton Grand Slam, is proof that the Yankees finally have the manpower and healthy sticks to whack their way to the World Series. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. 
comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with the three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn. Alliances will shift. And danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Now bring in the closer. Track one. Track two. Strike three. Here's why MLB is better than the NFL or NBA. And it isn't even close. Here's another reason why baseball is better than the NBA and the NFL. The great stories. And we have award-winning journalist and best-selling author, Ben Ryder. And he has a new sports documentary podcast called The Edge. And uh, Ben, welcome to the podcast. Appreciate it. Rob, thanks for having me. No doubt. And uh, season one focuses on the Houston Astros 2017 World Series season and uh, the sign-stealing scandal. Tell us about it. Rob, you know, this is a story that is, uh, has really been what I've been working on since 2014. When I went down to Houston as a writer for Sports Illustrated uh, to embed with the front office and write a story for SI about what was then the worst baseball team in 50 years during my time with them, I saw that they were up to something new. I saw that they had a plan to get better, and it was a plan that I'd never seen before that I thought would work. So that turned into the cover of Sports Illustrated, uh, in which we predicted that this terrible team would win the World Series three and a half years later in 2017. And we, we would be remiss in saying that that did take some of the tarnish off of what they put together and what people thought, like, oh, the Astros' way and what they were doing this the cheating scandal definitely took some of the bloom off of that, didn't it? <laughs> Just a little bit, I'd say. Um, and one of the things I'm investigating is, or trying to figure out, at least trying to wrestle with, is how much of their success was due to all of these novel strategies they pursued, to the baseline talent of this incredible collection of players they assembled, and how much of it was due to... Um, Cheating, flat out, right? Like sign stealing, as you knew, as you know, Rob's been going on in baseball since the 1870s, if not before that. Hall of Fame players using telescopes in the scoreboard, uh, all sorts of things to steal signs. This seems like something different. This does seem like the next level of sign stealing. So it's not a matter of absolving anyone with the Astros for what they did. It's figuring out what they did and figuring out what it means. All right, tell people again how they can get your podcast. I can't wait to listen. It sounds great. Thanks, man. It's available um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Ben, thank you so much, man. We appreciate you. Thanks for your time, and I uh, can't f- wait to uh, listen. Thanks, my man. Thanks, Rob. Take care. 
in the words of New York TV legend, the late Bill Jorgensen, thanking you for your time this time until next time. Rob Parker, out. He can't get it. This could be an inside to Parker. See you next week. Same bad time, same bad station. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.